1: This was all John
0: Hammond's dream. Hold on to your (laughs) Seriously? Well,
5: we're back.
4: Hello everybody and welcome to the 301st episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we are back with the Jurassic Mailbag, finally, it's been so long. Jennifer Evans is back once again to sift through the mailbag with me to get to the bottom of all your thoughts and concerns for the past few months. We're going to talk about Jurassic World Dominion, we're going to talk about toys, games, uh, Camp Cretaceous. Now, we recorded this prior to the season debuting, so we don't really dive into any details regarding the fourth season. But I tried to have Jen answer some stuff anyway. I'm excited to be back finally with the mailbag for 2021 and the last one. So I hope you all enjoy it. Now, before we get started, I'd like to take care of some quick business. First off, our Jurassic Gives Back Charity Drive is over on our YouTube channel. Please go find uh, the links in our show notes. I'll put some videos in there so you can go click on those donate to the charity drive directly to it all the money 100 will go directly to the children's hospital of philadelphia all money will go to the the kids helping the kids get better helping the families help support them and of course for the research for for all the kids out there we really really appreciate any dollar amount spent and if you can't spend any money please share it around tell everybody you know that we have this charity drive going jurassic gives back is always a great opportunity for the jurassic community to help give back and we are once again doing it this holiday season. So please go check out the videos in our show notes to help give back. I also do want to give a big shout out to Brent Kappel, who has uh, produced uh, you know, a wealth of content for us over the past month uh, leading up to Camp Cretaceous season four. So we did, uh, or he produced all these videos and we ended up sharing them. That's Jurassic. It, it was so much fun. Uh, the That's Jurassic series just showcased Camp Cretaceous and other parts of the franchise, how things blended together, and it was so much fun. So I just wanted to give a huge shout-out again to, to Brent because the series is over. We've reached the culmination here. Camp Cretaceous Season 4 is out, so we did the job, and thank you so much again to Brent for supporting us and helping with all that content. Um, and also, speaking of Camp Cretaceous, we, we did so much content. There was so much content over the past week. So last week, of course, we had our 300th episode with me and Aaron Beyer with the Jurassic Wire. But we also did uh, two two other episodes, two bonus episodes. One was a non-spoiler review. So if you still have not seen Camp Cretaceous Season 4, check out the non-spoiler review. And if, if you have seen it go listen to all the spoiler content we have as well. So that those both of those were me and Tom Jurassic, so you can go check out those episodes on the podcast feed. But if you want to get the visuals, all the videos are up on our YouTube channel as well, so you can watch me and Tom debating our thoughts and feelings on Camp Cretaceous Season 4. Now, in addition to that, Tom did uh, non-spoiler and spoiler videos and articles, so you can check out all of those on JurassicParkPodcast.com or over on our YouTube channel. It's been one heck of a week. Uh, leading up to Camp Cretaceous and I hope you all really enjoyed the show Uh, you know I know it's been you know one that's been uh, very interesting to watch and follow on social media but uh, I think it seems like a lot of people have really enjoyed it and of course there are detractors as well and rightfully so there's some issues but we'll, we'll dive into all that and more in the coming weeks we have so much to say and even next week we will have a reactions episode so stay tuned for that. And this week, we might have to switch up the live stream a little bit. I'm not going to be able to do it Wednesday night as as usual, but uh, I'm aiming for Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're going to talk all about Camp Cretaceous Season 4 in full spoilers. So if you want to know more or if you want to just discuss it and all those details, the good, the bad, everything in between, head to our live stream over on YouTube uh, Tuesday night. I almost said Wednesday. Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But that about does it for the intro, so... Why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off by diving into the final Jurassic Mailbag for 2021.
3: Jurassic Mailbag. Mailbag.
6: Mailbag. 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 mailbag.
3: it's jurassic mailbag with brad jost and jennifer Tarek.
4: welcome back to the jurassic mailbag for the month of december it's the end of the month. it's on the end of. The- what is it the end of the year oh my gosh oh it's the end of the year we're here we made it somehow i'm f- i'm flustered i you know my notes initially said november and then my co-host for this segment was like, no, it, no, it's December. So, Jen, what's going on? How you doing with this lovely December weather and month, whatever part of the month we're in? I don't know.
1: I don't know either. I don't know anything. It's good. I'm good. I'm excited. This is. We're on the precipice of 2022. We're almost there.
4: Stop. Stop it right now. It's here. It's Let's almost here. Time. We are, what,
1: 30. One, oh my gosh how many days are in december 31 yes because new year's eve is on the 31st we have 31 yeah. days away from the yeah. new year oh
4: my god from the year of jurassic world dominion uh finally yeah, finally Maybe. We'll we see. Yeah. It. <laughs> finally uh it's it's not too far away and i feel like uh it's gonna get out of control real soon so I, I wonder what people are saying and, and what uh, kind of theories and ideas people have been up uh, up to recently because it's been a while. We haven't recorded, I don't think, since maybe August, early September um, yeah. for the September mailbag. And now it's December, so we got a lot to cover probably. So we'll see. I, I probably won't say a ton because as we're recording this, it's before um, – Camp Cretaceous Season 4 actually comes out, just a few days. Um, but, you know, we've got the prologue. We've had, like, video games. Uh, there's there's still some toys dropping every now and then. Uh, there are so many things happening right now, so I'm sure people are going to be itching to uh, discuss Jurassic this month. So what do you say we dive into the first one here, which is actually uh, this was from our, our uh, website, and this comes from Thomas. The subject is Jurassic World Dominion. And it says, if you had the chance to direct the scene in Jurassic World Dominion, what would it be like?
1: Hmm. That's, oh, a that's a fun one. Straight to the point question.
4: What would it be like?
1: I don't that's know. That's a, that a really know, good question. I, I just don't know where they're going. I mean, I have an idea, obviously, where they're going, but man. Okay. Yeah.
4: This, it's like a movie where, like, we, we have an idea where they're going, but also zero idea where they're going. Like,
1: it's, it's I know so mine. weird. <laughs> I got what it, though. It? And i um, have talked about this before. And it's a scene <laughs> I want so badly whenever the original three confront Owen and Claire. And i I... I mentioned this before, how I want, they each have their own personal experience with everything that's happened. They each have their own personal opinions, right or wrong. It's from personal experience. So they're both very stubborn in their personal experience opinions. And I want a good confrontation scene of of like, even Ellie's in my mind, like confronting Claire and being like, why did you do this? And you shouldn't have done this. And then Claire's like, you don't understand. This is what happened. Like, I just really <laughs> would love that, like. There's so much tension and confrontation and just frustration and more so just because both sides just think they're really right because they lived their own thing and they will stand by it no matter how different or how it's it's interesting how this movie is bringing both experiences together. I think that's what excites me the most about this movie is that it's taking the experience that they had in 1993 the experience that this side had in 2015 and they both kind of watched it happen from different angles, but they both lived it the same thing, different ways. And that's going to come together. And that, that I hope is somehow in this movie because you can't just ignore all that history because it's kind of Claire's thing that brought us here, but yet it's their thing of why Claire's thing even existed. So it's a really interesting, <laughs> that's what I want. Like yeah. that's what I want in this movie.
4: <laughs> I love that because it's like you've got the OG people who, who have such like little amount of time with any dinosaurs at all. You know, they have like a very minimal amount of time uh, experiencing dinosaur interactions between like two films, um, and or three films, I guess, w- between the three of them. But the the new crew is like daily experiences with the dinosaurs. So it'll be interesting to see like how the OG people compare to the new people and what they think their experience is. And uh, I'm down for that. Um, what would I pick? I think, so I, I've i kind of, um, I've been considering this for a while. And, and I, you know, we saw the uh, Quetzalcoatlus appear in the prologue for Jurassic World Dominion. Um, now this is like a, a thing that kind of already exists in a way. It's like that, there was... Um, which I don't know if you remember or not, but, like, way back before Jurassic World, there was this, like, test footage kind of thing that was, like, a CG um, mock-up of, like, a Quetzalcoatlus, like, flying around. Actually, I think there was two of them, uh, flying around, like, in a beach area and stuff like that. And it was just beautiful. It kind of reminds me of, like, something you'd see out of, like, the Banshees and like, Avatar. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd love to direct, like, a scene like that. Like, that's what I would like to see. Like, I want to see, like... These the, like two of these Quetzalcoatlus just like ripping through the sky and like getting close to buildings and beaches or whatever the case may be. I think that would be such an awesome sequence to see. Um, not the not the cats just set in sixty five million years ago in the Cretaceous. I want it to be set, you know, today now. So I hope that happens in some way, but who knows? But uh, I think that's what I would pick. Something like that.
1: That's a good choice. I love how different we are in our choices you're like i want this grand beautiful scene (laughs) and i'm like i want people just screaming at each other <laughs> so different, so but, so different.
4: But they're both perfect scenes like I I want to see both of those scenes like in mm-hmm. some way. So hopefully hopefully they come to us. That would be awesome, Colin, please. Uh hope hopefully you directed these scenes for us. Um oh, but, please, you know,
1: please.
4: I'll be bummed we didn't get the chance to do it. So I know we 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 probably like got the email and it probably went to spam or something like that, but you know, what are you going to do? We we maybe mm-hmm. had the chance to direct it. But
1: That's spam. I'm always missing I know. stuff going to spam. I know.
4: Well, thank you, uh, Thomas, there. Uh, let's uh, go to the next one also from our website. This is from Logan, and the subject is Jurassic World Evolution. This one says, hey, guys, I've been hearing your podcast for about five months and wanted to say happy late birthday, Jennifer Evans. Uh, this is oh, actually you. my first letter to you guys, so I'm very excited. Uh, so about Jurassic World Evolution. Is Jurassic World Evolution 2 just exactly the same as Jurassic World Evolution 1? Because my friend wants to buy one of them. Uh, thanks so much. And in the words of Mr. DNA, have a Jurassic Day. Uh, Logan. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Logan. Um, happy birthday. Happy late birthday.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. It's now three months. Later. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I don't
4: know when this came in, but uh, you know, I've had stuff sitting in the mailbox since September, so uh, where you know, (laughs) it's right around there. Um, eh, Logan, my birthday happened too. What happened? Where's my birthday wish?
1: (laughs) We didn't podcast on your birthday month, so no one Uh, knew. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. So uh,
4: when it comes to evolution two. Um, no, they're not the same. They are, they are very different, but on the surface, a lot of the things could be viewed as the same. Um, but I, I think there's a lot of different tasks and things that you need to do in two that you didn't need to do in one. I, uh, personally, I found evolution two very difficult. So if, if you want something maybe a little bit easier, maybe go with evolution one, it does have a lot of great stuff involved in the game. Um, and evolution two does as well. I I just have a hard time with that one. I don't know. I'm struggling, and I've heard that from a lot of people. So maybe if you want a little bit easier time, maybe go with evolution one. But um, but yeah, I think they're different enough to say like, hey, I played one. Should I still play two? Yeah, I I would say so. Um, but yeah, have you have you gotten a chance to play any of these, uh, Jen?
1: No, that is a very good question though because I would have wondered as well because I don't have the game, I don't have the game system, but I saw it come out and I'm like I don't know the difference between one and two. Mm-hmm. So that's a good question and good answer. No, I haven't played I haven't played video games like <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been it's a while. A Mario Kart on 64, I think. Oh my gosh. I, well, I you touched know the you
4: game. you ended at a good time, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. but no, I mean they they're the they're, <laughs> they're different enough, but um, I think when it comes to like the marketing and stuff like that, they're they're showing off how beautiful the dinosaurs look, which they've looked beautiful in both games, and they're showing off the 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 uh, environments and stuff like that. And you're like, okay, like, I mean, the parks and and you know, scenarios look the same, so it's like, what's different? Um, but there is there's some subtle differences and and a lot more that you can build in Evolution Two and different kinds of scenarios. It's not just like park building and stuff. So. There's a lot more to Evolution Two. It's just like I find the added features are quite challenging. Um, so hopefully that answers it for you, Logan. Uh, thanks, thanks so much for writing in. Um, let's see this next one here. We've got a voicemail from our buddy Veronica. What's going up? What's going on, Veronica?
7: Hey, Jurassic Mailbag, aka Brad and Jen. I hope you guys had a great <laughs> holiday. Um, I'm really glad that I still had enough time to call in. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to try not to be sidetracked with all of my thoughts. But I watched the Jurassic World Dominion prologue again. Yes. You know, with a lower level of excitement. And A, I was really amazed and happy to see, like, some prehistoric footage, you know, of the dinosaurs in their natural habitat, you know, in herds and everything. It was really cool to see. Also, seeing almost maybe an accurate representation of what a T-Rex looks like. It's kind of weird to see Rexy all fuzzy, but, you know, it is what it is. I wasn't feeling the fact that, you know, Rexy died again, the same way the Spinosaurus killed him. And, you know, that's just another topic for another day. Um, (laughs) I like the transition into 65 million years later. I thought that was really cool. But as I was watching this, You know, again, I had a question that I thought you guys might be, you know, willing to dive in. I wanted to ask you, at what point in the movie, when we see a trailer, but I'm just, you know, just guess, at what point do you think we'll see the Golden Trio? You know, Ellie, Ian, and Alan, when do you Hmm. think we'll see them? And then after that, do you think we'll immediately see them get, you know, the ball rolling with Claire and Owen? Like, what time frame do you guys think we're gonna see them or is it gonna be vice versa? I just wanted to see, you know, I just wanted to hear and get your thoughts on that because it was just kind of a, a fun question that kind of popped into my head. I also wanna know your thoughts after watching the prologue about a billion times. So um yeah. I hope you guys are well and I can't wait for the next mailbag. You guys are doing great. Talk to you soon. Also if I hadn't mentioned this is Veronica. <laughs> this is Veronica. <laughs> Sorry. Bye guys Come.
4: We knew that. Come on, Veronica. Um, <laughs> Another yeah, but, great
1: question.
4: I know. I'm like, hey, wow. I know. I know when we'll see them. They're gonna interact with the uh, the new cast, and and they're gonna have an argument like Claire and and Ellie, <laughs> and it's gonna be directed by Jen.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, no. I have, and that's not the first. That's not when I think we're gonna see them. The first time. Okay. That's later. My scene comes later.
4: Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> see, in my head,
1: in my head here, always. When I heard the original cast was going to be in it, or even back when we were, like, saying, oh, maybe they'll cameo in Fallen Kingdom or something, like, my first image of anyone returning has always been seeing them on the the TV, on the news, being interviewed about the situation. Something like that. Like, not directly seeing them, but seeing them on the... Them watching them on the TV. So I kind of still hope that happens.
4: Okay. Yeah, you know, I have thought that as well. Um, But I, I don't know. Do they... Do they do that again because we had like that T V sequence in the beginning of Fallen Kingdom? Um
1: I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean that wasn't I, it still quite. could
4: happen, yeah.
1: Yeah, not quite how I like envision it. Wherever it zooms in real close, like I don't even need to know what they're saying. I just even they could just Claire could even just walk over or oh, somebody, who knows who, a kid, could just walk over and just turn the TV off mid-sentence and never actually hear what they're <laughs> saying or not even be a complete scene with them, more so it's in the background or something.
4: Yeah, that would be pretty great. It's like um, you know, kind of similar to what we saw Ian doing in Fallen Kingdom, where he, like, you know, uh, Senate or something is, like, interviewing one of these characters, and they're like, so, Dr. Grant, what do you think about the dinosaurs? And he's, he's like, yeah. And then he goes to answer, and it's like, then, like, somebody just turns it off, and you're like, ah, I wanted to know what he was gonna say. (laughs)
1: <laughs> or like if Maisie could even do it they could yeah. be on or something and no one's really paying attention and Maisie's sitting there watching it and then she just she's like oh this is so fr-. she just gets so angry and just turns the TV off and no one even really turns around and sees who it is
4: <laughs> oh man yeah I, I still think it's a viable option for sure um, I wonder if um, you know I feel like these, these films and uh, you know nostalgia driven films are all about mirroring you know the past and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. it, it's an interesting thing to, to consider because we already got that in in like Jurassic Park 3 they did something similar in a way where like you know we, we went to the dig site again um, so I wonder if we'll be at a dig site again or something like that and you know it just is, is it a little too on the nose I feel like it is um, so I don't I don't really know but I, I feel like that's a possibility. For them to be at a dig site, uh, it just seems a little too on the nose. But um, yeah, I don't know.
1: I would like, yeah, I would like them to just be like fighting this because that's probably their stance to to fight this. And mm-hmm. I like the t- yeah, I like the TV option. That would that makes sense. I think with what's in my head, it makes sense. But what's actually on screen here is probably going to be completely different than what's in my head. But in yeah. my little world, in the one that I directed, it makes sense.
4: Yeah, and I think as far as like when does it happen and stuff, I'm gonna s- assume that this happens right away. I think we're gonna get them like after the opening, uh, cause you know there's there's always an opening. Um, so maybe like after the first ten minutes, then we get whatever scene that they're gonna be in. I think they're gonna go straight to them. I don't. I think they're gonna bypass Owen and Claire and go straight to one of the original trio. What do you think? Where do, do you think it'll show up right away in the beginning?
1: Um, if I didn't know any better, because I, I've, we've heard that they have really big roles, like they're prominent roles. Yeah. If I didn't know that, I would be like, no, they'll probably save them for later. They'll probably be four or five scenes in. Cause if you remember Jurassic World, Owen didn't show up till 20 minutes in and he's a big big name in there. So it's like, I'd say that, but because they're, we've heard that they have big roles, they're probably in the whole thing. So I'd say second early second third scene max no longer than
4: that Uh, yeah I feel like setting them up right away would be great because um we 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 don't need as much setup for Owen and Claire and Maisie we we know that like they were driving somewhere at the end of the last movie several (laughs) years ago so they just have to be somewhere else and that's fine like that's already set up we got it but, like, the original people, we got to kind of, like, dig back into what they've been up to, where they are now. Um, so mm-hmm. I feel like setting that up in the first several minutes of the film, maybe after the intro, probably the way to go. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think that's that's probably what I'll stick with. And, and we have heard Colin or somebody had – yeah, I think it was Colin had said, like, they're in the whole adventure. So, like, right. they're in the entirety of this film. So that's always – you you never know. I mean, we got kind of faked out with Ian Malcolm. We saw all the um you know, the the, the uh behind the scenes thing for Fallen Kingdom. We saw the trailers and it was like every minute of the, of his sequence. <laughs> yeah. Uh so that like, was so disappointing. Yeah, yeah. So so I, I think we're a little shell-shocked from like situations like that. And, you know, Jurassic Park Three, we only got Ellie for like five minutes like total it felt like. Mm-hmm. Um so I think like it'll it'll be nice and we can kinda of take a deep breath here knowing that they're gonna be throughout this entire movie. Um not just like in the last thirty minutes or, you know, something like that. They're they're gonna be there the whole time. So that's mm-hmm. good to know. Um what were your what were your thoughts on the the prologue?
1: Oh um I thought it was good. I I I mean, I didn't go crazy over it. I know a lot of people loved it for various reasons. I mean, it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the um, drive-in stuff. Mm-hmm. It was it was good too. I mean, I wasn't blown away really by much, which sounds horrible for me to say, oh my but gosh, I mean, it was good. It was fine. It was great. I mean, I I didn't hate it, and I, I wasn't like floored. I, I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed a lot of it, but I I didn't. I wasn't like jaw to the floor and like sobbing. But I enjoyed it.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I I enjoyed it as well. Um, I think I enjoy the current day stuff more than the uh, stuff set, you know, 65 million years ago. That stuff's fantastic and beautiful. Like, man, is it beautiful. It is so yeah incredible. Like, mm-hmm. the lighting, the cinematography, everything looks so good.
1: <sighs> Did you see that video of um... – Oh geez, I don't even know which dinosaur it was. The tiny one eating the egg, in comparison to yeah. like, the bird eating the that, thing. Like that was really neat. That
4: was so cool. I I saw that shared on Outpost Twitter, but like I didn't I didn't know where like the original image was where it came from. But like that, I could not believe how exact it was. It was like legit to a T. The exact movements. And the bird even got scared like what you know when yeah. when the when the uh, Dino hears the t-rex so i don't I don't know did like I didn't i' didn't, I don't know if maybe I didn't watch it with sound or anything, but like did they like play a roar or something to scare the bird? like what what happened there? I don't know.
1: no, but, I think that the bird just naturally Just heard naturally something. got scared well, that's yeah, awesome. there wasn't really anything there
4: that's crazy you like just that heard that's something so cool. in the distance I guess yeah, yeah, I yeah that was pretty neat. That is so cool. I I don't like. I said I don't know where that came from or what you know the sources. Maybe it's just some stock footage. I don't know, but um, very very cool to see how natural you know they and, and especially knowing that like the first Jurassic World. Maybe we got to think about that too. How that movie was set up because I feel like there's going to be a lot of mirroring. Um, you know, like I was saying before, um, the the Jurassic World starts with like the bird footprint. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I have always said that like I feel like maybe after the initial sequence that the opening part, like after the Indominus hatched and they're both of them or whatever in the beginning of Jurassic World, then we got this stuff at the, uh, the the kids house and stuff with the snow. So I feel like after the opening of Dominion, we'll probably I feel like we got to go to snow and you'll see that footprint again. You'll see the stomp onto the ground. With a foot, and you'd be like, "Oh, it's a bird!" And then, nope, it's actually a dinosaur this time.
1: Oh, that would be so, cool. I and didn't that's, think of
4: that. So that's the mirroring. That's got to be the mirroring. But then, oh, like, I like that. but then, like, since I'm sticking to my guns and saying, like, that's where, like, you know, Grant and everybody shows up. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what they would be doing in the snow looking at dinosaurs. Maybe they're just, uh, you know, filming a nature documentary, and they're like, "Dr. Grant, can you repeat the lines?"
1: and there is and there is snow too you might be right that's really good
4: i think i think that's got to be how it opens i think it's got to have that mirroring uh, of that first sequence with a bird like why else set that up you know i think that would be beautiful um but yeah so um yeah like i was saying about the prologue though i think uh i like the stuff set modern day because like that's the action like that's what i want to see the other stuff is just like a plus, you know, it's just some nice, beautiful documentary footage, basically, um, not very consequential or anything. So I love seeing uh, the, the the current day stuff, and also like I actually really enjoyed seeing the extended cut of it because it was a little bit different than what we saw in theaters. Did you get a chance to see it in theaters at all? With no, a...
1: Josh, Josh went, but I didn't go.
4: Yeah, it was in with Fast and Furious, but like the very end yeah. was slightly different. Um,
1: a That's little, what he said. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I was like, I was like watching. It. I'm like, oh, oh, this is this is extended, and it's literally nothing. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like a car driving, and like the the pilot says something or whatever. Or the guy in the helicopter says something, but there's no extra dinosaur footage. There's no extra like really anything of substance. But I'm still like, oh, more Dominion footage. Yes, even though it's not. It's <laughs> its own thing, you know. Um. At least we got new score and stuff this time. So that, that may be one of my favorite parts of the prologue itself was the addition of new score. So that was good to hear. But yeah, I think that's it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Veronica. So good to hear from you. Uh, let's move over to something. This is a little different now. Um, we got a review over on Apple Podcasts, um, which this is um, this is from Todd's Kids. Um, and it was on September 6th. So um, it says, hi, Brad and Jennifer. My name is Ethan, and I, I have loved the Jurassic franchise for years. I started listening to this podcast uh, f- uh, a year and a half ago. I have a theory that in Dominion, the Camp Cretaceous kids are going to show up. I also think that Blue is going to die <laughs> in Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> Getting dark here. Uh, I also think that Owen and Claire are going to show up in Camp Cretaceous. And in case you, yeah, that's a big one. And in case you didn't know, uh, Lego came out with some Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Lego sets. Uh, I also have this hilarious Jurassic World 3 idea. Have you seen the Lego Jurassic World? If you have, you might remember the hot dog vendor. (laughs) (laughs) I think it will be in Jurassic World 3. Uh, Sorry for making you read this long message. Hashtag stay Jurassic. P.S. This is for the mailbag. Thank you so much, Uh, Ethan. Thank you. I love I love the theory of the hot dog man showing up in Jurassic World three. That you know uh, that stuff was hilarious to me with uh, the Lego. I think it's I don't know if it's been in multiple iterations of Lego content, but I remember from like the Indominus escape, they actually had like one of the workers go dress up in I think it was in like a dinosaur suit or a lizard suit or something, and then they he changed to like the hot dog suit. And then, of course, the Indominus is like obsessed with hot dogs, uh, so <laughs> that that's, that was pretty funny, pretty comical to me. And I think Zachary Levi uh, from Chuck uh, was actually the Hot Dog Man in that, which is pretty cool. Um, and he's also sh- uh, Shazam. I guess that's a, a bigger thing. But uh, but yeah, the Hot Dog Man. I hope I hope so. That'd be pretty great. What do you think, Hot Dog Man for for Jurassic World Three?
1: How could you say no? I mean, <laughs> resounding yes <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah um all right so we got a lot of theories in this one we got a lot of theories so camp cretaceous kids are going to show up in dominion what do you say
1: uh, i'm gonna say no I'm, I'm okay here's as far as i'll go literally as far as i'll go if we see something in camp cretaceous that somebody dropped something or put something somewhere and that's like a little Easter egg that happens to be in the same spot or something. Mm -hmm. However they converge, I don't know what's going to happen, but if we ever were to see anywhere that they were, that would be probably the most, like would see a little thing they put down or something, something that they had or dropped. And that's as far as I'm going. I don't (laughs) think Claire and Owen are going to be in Panvertacious either.
6: Hmm. Okay. So I'm going to draw you're just a line. Like, I
1: mean, maybe maybe you, you you know more than me, but I don't know. <laughs> um,
4: I, I, uh, I you know, they keep talking about the connections between like Camp Cretaceous and Jurassic World Dominion. So I, I'm really interested to see what those connections could be. Um, I, uh, as far as Blue dying in Jurassic World Dominion, that's dark. I, you know, I... Uh, I've I've said it a million times, but I would rather Owen die in Jurassic World <laughs> Dominion and Blue witness that. I think that would be the dark it would not I don't know if it would be darker or not, but it would just be like more emotional for me to see like Blue react to that. Um and Owen and Claire in Camp Cretaceous, I would love that. Um I think that'd be fantastic. And the the Lego sets you mentioned. Yeah, it's interesting cuz like sometimes these these toys and Legos and um, you know, they they sometimes they have crossover stuff like we ha- I think we've seen like Owen and Claire in mixed in with Camp Cretaceous characters mm-hmm. and these these more recent Lego sets and like I guess you never know like you have no idea whether any of these things will will actually tie in, but that would be fantastic. Um, and um, you know, but then at the same time, like you know, when I interview, Scott Kramer uh from he's like the executive producer on on Camp Cretaceous I'm like hey uh you know so what's the deal with uh some of these toys that uh you know are in Camp Cretaceous packaging are they going to be in the show and you know y- y- you, he says like oh no no not everything that you see is going to be in the show but then like you know we know that like the Spinosaurus toy was released and then hey guess what Spinosaurus in Camp Cretaceous so you never know you know the you know some things will some things won't but uh some things could just be a misdirection who knows but um i love your ideas what do you think about blue dying in in Dominion?
1: i don't know i i'm more concerned i want t-rex dying would affect me more um it just died what are, you,
4: what are you talking about it just died in, in, in the prologue. I know. It's always dying. I know. The T Rex <laughs> is
1: always dying. But I mean, the T Rex, the actual I mean, it, non-prologue. It, it not is, is the T Rex.
4: It is. It's, it's just like, you know, the older version.
1: <laughs> yes. The T Rex.
4: Yeah, it is. It is. It is the. <laughs> we we'll just go around in circles.
1: <laughs> I know. This, this is the next two hours. But I want But I mean, I'm kind of with you on the Owen thing too, because that would be. Or it's like, like we mentioned before, like a little dog seeing its owner die, oh. and that's like yeah. devastating.
4: It is, oh man, Anytime, like, there's like a video of that online, you know, it happens every now and then, and you see like the mm-hmm. sad video of the owner or the not the owner, but the dog, and
1: uh, <sighs> oh, I'm you know, what's sad. really Just sad about when it when you when there's like an obituary and it says oh she loved all of her cats or Mm -hmm. oh he loved his dog and you're like oh my goodness that animal misses them so much then if it's in the obituary
4: now now you have me like thinking of of absurd ideas where there's a funeral scene and blue's just standing there over the casket and i'm like this is weird (laughs) now now we're getting weird um, <laughs> that should not happen. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Ethan, uh, for the review. This was so different. If, if anybody out there wants to leave a review and a question for us, please do so. We will read them here. So I really, really appreciate that that review. Um, but let's move over to a voicemail from Sam. Take it away, Sam. Uh, hey, Brad. Hey. Just wanted to get, give y'all a call.
3: I have this idea for like a segment you, know, you and the, uh, JT podcast crew could do it's called Graphic okay. Pulse, like where you basically like read Ooh. a bunch of dinosaur literature, like Primitive War, or any, any other that you can find, like The Lost World. I mean, and by that I mean the, the original Arthur Conan Doyle, not the, uh, Michael Crichton sequel. The Jurassic Park. And you could even do, like, Journey to the Center of the earth for mm. The Land of Time Forgot or After Your Poor by Edgar Rice Burroughs, the author of Tarzan. You could also, like, read some of the, um, uh, lists, like, little junior novels by Scott Cinch and, like, the junior novelization of Jurassic Park 3 or mm. the uh, spinoff novel.
4: Well, we're definitely going to do that. You could also
3: do this, read this book series called Dinoverse, which is basically about like teenagers traveling back time and having their minds and the bodies of dinosaurs. Whoa. A pretty cool read. Also, you could also read, uh, like, I Sound of Thunder by Ray Bradbury. It's a good one. Oh, recommend I right, just gotta find the books.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sam's got all the ideas though, I love it. Raptor Red <laughs> by I have, Bob Boxer. I have that one. I have that. There's
3: I also, started like Bones of the Earth by Michael Swanwick. Okay. And End of the An Era by Robert J. Sawyer. Budget books to choose from.
4: Okay. Oh. I'm definitely going to have give, to, I'll, I'll re-listen that. Definitely. I will. I think that was it. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Um, I actually love that idea. Um, you know, you mentioned Jurassic Pulp. I think that's what he said there. Uh, that would be a fantastic segment idea. I, I, uh, I think we need to look into something like that. And it's honestly not going to You know, it's it probably won't happen for a little while because we we are in the process of working up the Lost World book club. So we do already have like the the book, you know, segment here and and Ben, you know, address excite B on Instagram, Twitter. He does a wonderful job with the the novels and um, you know, getting people together to read certain portions of the book, creating this little book club. And I think that might be an interesting way to take it in the future, where you know we're not necessarily doing a book read along or or analyzing you know section by section, splitting it into three because that's that's what we've done with Jurassic Park and now The Lost World. We split both of those up into three different segments, and we you know have a bunch of people on each segment. Um, But I think in the future that might be a cool way to do it. Is just like hey, let's just talk about this book as a whole for one episode. you know, talk about some of those primitive war, uh, the original Lost World, The Sound of Thunder is a good one. I, I um, I haven't read it, but I, <laughs> I've seen the movie, um, and I, I really enjoyed it. I know it was a while ago, and it probably hasn't aged as well, but who knows? Um, but Raptor Red is another one that I, I started reading, and then I got sidetracked. Look, I, I you know, I got a lot going on, so I, I still have to finish rereading The Lost World, I'm gonna be on one of those episodes and I'm like in the middle of my read through currently. So once all that's over, I'm sure we'll move on to the evolution of Claire probably. Um mm. so you gotta get you on that one. That'll be I know you don't well, read. You don't read, but I don't read uh, but I did
1: read that. So <laughs> All
4: right, well maybe maybe yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good to have you on. Um, yeah. I don't I don't I don't run the segment so you're going to have to ask the boss. Um but um, but you know I'm sure we'll do that one next after the Lost World and I do think the which we've we've talked about behind the scenes but the um like the Jurassic Park 3 like little novels and stuff like that like it would be great. Fantastic to do those. Um I actually haven't ever read those so I would be interested in diving into those for fun. Um but, yeah, you know, we, I was talking about this with Ben, who hosts that segment, uh, the the book clubs. You know, it's such a shame that there aren't any other books like Michael Crichton books to dive into Jurassic-wise. Like, the Folio Society, you know, created such amazing books uh, with the artwork from Vector That Fox that, like, I wish there were more books to cover. You know, I wish there was so many more Michael Crichton books that, that uh, you know, Joe Brees could, like, create the art for, and Folio Society could, you know, publish these books. But, like, I'm sad that it's, you know, that's it. It ends at the Lost World. But, uh, Jen, do you have any of those at your house, those two two books from the Folio Society?
1: No. I actually have no idea what that is.
4: Oh, my gosh. They are just beautiful. you got to look that up. Um, The Folio Society published, like, really nice, like, hardcover editions of Jurassic Park and the Lost World. They come in, like, a little case- And they come with like amazing art inside and the cover art is incredible. Um, you know, and I know, hey, look, you got shelves. So (laughs) you need to put something up on those shelves. You got two books right there that would look beautiful up on those shelves. So oh, I see
1: them. Yeah. Yeah. We well, we just got that, you know, the ultimate visual history book for Jurassic Park. And that's on our shelves.
4: That's there. That's a good one. That's a good one. I have that right here too. I'm so
1: excited for the Jurassic World version. Yeah, Yeah I'm really excited
4: yeah yeah especially that has dominion content in there so that'll be great that'll be great but yeah thank you uh sam for for the ideas and i think we'll we'll you know it's going to take us a while because uh you know getting through the lost world we've got that scheduled i think into march so um and then maybe sometime maybe at the end of the year or so who who knows maybe we'll do the evolution of claire and so we're we're already looking at like you know 2023 2024 <laughs>
1: Oh, my God! <laughs>
4: Before we have any time to cover uh, any other books. But uh, thank you, Sam. Uh, let's move on to uh, this one was, uh, I think, an email uh, from Talon. And it says, hi, Brad and Jen. Talon here again. Hopefully soon I'll be able to send in a voice message. But for now, I'll just email again. I have more questions. What do you think will happen with uh, the camp fam, love life-wise? <laughs> I know it's an odd question, but Kenji seems to look at Brooklyn with odd eyes. And Brooklyn did bring crushes up in season three. Also, after Brooklyn said to Dr. Wu, real visionaries make the world better, not worse. Do you think that uh, after the Info Raptor? I, oh, I think it means indo, in, indo, Indoraptor. It, it says Inforaptor. I think it means in, Indoraptor fiasco. That Dr. Wu remembers this and potentially turns his work around. Anyway, sorry for the long email. I know you don't like to read. Looking at you, Brad. Love the podcast. <laughs> and This will be the fourth mailbag I've put into. Anyways, stay safe, stay Jurassic. Sent from my Jurassic transmitter great great email thank you so much all right so jen let me ask you i'm not gonna comment um but uh what what do you think uh what's the what's the love life for the camp fam what what, what's that looking like
1: i don't know they're cartoons they're teenagers kids so probably zero
4: yeah okay well um all right so that's your comment there and uh Brooklyn had crush eyes, and and Kenji had odd eyes. So, yeah, I don't know. There's some eyes in in the season, at least. There, I can I tell see, you that I hear much. There's
1: some eyes. There's
4: definitely eyes. There's a lot of sets of eyes. Um, <laughs> but also Brooklyn impacting on Doctor Wu. Do you remember any of that? Like, because Brooklyn yeah,
1: Brooklyn did seem we to talked like talked about that a little bit. Yeah,
4: did we? Okay, yeah. I know she yeah, seemed to like make a change. I don't know. Maybe we read this. I don't think so though. But um, no. But yeah, she seemed to have an impact on him, but I don't know, you know, what that means for the f- future Dr. Wu, you know, like maybe Jurassic World Dominion Wu.
1: Yeah, but I don't I don't know either. But I remember us talking about that and liking that moment. Um, but I don't know if that's actually gonna carry over into any of the movies or not. But that'll be interesting to see what yeah. happens there. But I do remember liking that moment. We 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 discussed that a little bit.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I I've I've wondered that as well because it seemed important for them to linger on and I think there was like Mm -hmm. maybe one or two times where it felt like he was thinking and considering you know what she had to say that he seemed very surprised that you know the kids were there and and she was alive and and stuff so you know, he, he actually seemed, like, concerned and, and like, happy almost in a way that, like, oh, these kids are alive on this island. Oh, my God. Um, but, uh, you know, then we see what happens in Fallen Kingdom. And I'm like, I don't know how much sympathy he has in him, you know, capable. You know, how, how much is he capable of, you know, sympathizing with people that are in bad situations? I don't know. Um, but I hope so. I hope there's some sort of lingering humanity left in Dr. Wu.
1: I don't know. Maybe there might be a point here somewhere where it really, like, everything really, really hits him because he's just been so focused in his goal and this and that. And but then everyone kind of takes, a, even if they're focused, they take a minute and see the world around them. So there might be a moment where he kind of sees everything. Yeah, and he really feels it.
4: Yeah, I wonder what it would take, though. You know, what does it? What would it take? This guy's seen it all. You know, after these 30 years of, of you know, working on oh. dinosaurs and whatnot, like, what does it take?
1: You know what? Like, what if, I mean, we don't know anything about his personal life or if he has a family, but, like, what if his one of his family members get affected mm-hmm. now that the dinosaurs are on land, like, with other yeah. people?
4: I'm glad you took it there. That's where I was going to go with
1: it. <laughs> no, That's what I was we're asking. Very, <laughs> we're very, like, we want emotional pain, apparently, because everything we're saying yeah, is like... Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah I think so we want to be crushed in some way and I think um, I think that's the way to do it is like the only way it'll make any kind of connection with that man is is making it personal this time it's personal and like Mm -hmm. you know otherwise it's just gonna keep you know doing reckless stuff time and time again so if somebody a family member of some sort gets put in the way um, you know that might do it that might do the trick yeah Oh, but that's, uh, that was it for that one, so thank you so much, uh, Taylan, for writing in. Uh, can't wait to hear your voice message whenever that happens. Um, this one, the next one here, is a voicemail from our buddy over on Twitter. Sickle Claw, what's going on, dude? Hmm.
3: So this is me, Sickle Claw, from Twitter. Um, hey! So it might be out there, but I was watching the trailer for *Scene season four of camp Cretaceous. and all I could think about was when Gennaro said to Hammond at the beginning of the, um, near the beginning of Jurassic Park, are those characters auto-erotica? And <laughs> Hammond replied to him, no, no, we don't know how I have animatronics of any kind in the park. And I think it's funny now because now we have, uh, obviously, robot dogs and drones and who knows what else. I actually have uh, a little bit of an insane theory that because all this is like a hologram, complex holograms that make up these environments. What if we're seeing, some of these animals we're seeing are actually robots too. Wouldn't that be just crazy? All right. Thank you. <laughs> I,
4: love, I love it. I love it. Uh, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, I feel like it's been a while since we heard you, so it's good to hear you back here. Yeah. Um, what do you think what do, what, what do you think about any of that
1: <laughs> how do i even comment on any of that right now i know you you're like well jen you're you're all cam cretaceous on this podcast i'm like this is what i'm presented with this question um i don't know <laughs> i don't even know what to make of like the the um whatever it is the weird fake land or wherever they're at i mean mm-hmm. i watched the trailer. Before we did our thing, and I don't know it. Any, I don't know why there's robot things and why there's all the. I, I I don't know what's happening. I don't even know if they're in like a land. Are they just like test test dummies for this thing? Like I don't know. I have no clue what's happening. I don't know how to answer that question. I don't even know what I watched in the trailer. I don't even know <laughs> what I'm doing here. <laughs> why am I even on this
4: podcast? <laughs> oh oh <laughs> man. Hmm, well, what can I say that can um make any kind of parallels or anything like that. John Hammond talking about uh no, no, no audio animatronics here. Uh you know, I I don't know. I can't really say much about that, but I will say that um you know, there is there you know, outside of the robots and stuff like that. I know it it looks like when you know, you watch the trailer, you're like, I don't know what's happening here. I've heard a lot mm-hmm. about that, you know, from people where you look at it and you're like, Whoa, what, what, what is this Jurassic? Are we watching a Jurassic thing right now? Mm-hmm. Um, but I've heard, I've heard that, and I sympathize with that a lot. But I would say, when you watch this season, there is a lot there. There is something specific, a very, very specific through line from Jurassic Park that I think is going to be pretty interesting. That once you pick up on that. You'll be like, oh, okay, I, I get it now, and I, I think this is actually pretty cool. And I, um, I think I think you, you know, everybody will enjoy that. Hopefully, maybe you've, you know, if if the because the people that are listening right now may have already seen the season because it's already out. Um, by the time this this comes out, sorry, Jen, I know you haven't seen it yet, but um, <laughs> but there there is like a pretty specific through line that is you know is a part of Jurassic Park, and it's been. It's been a throughline throughout all of these movies, and I know it's something that you're really gonna like, um, Jen. So um, oh. we'll, we'll we'll stay there, and and I because th- I'm I can't wait to hear what you're gonna think about this, and and have to say because I think you're gonna have a lot to say on it. So
1: okay, um, I'm a little hyped. I wasn't hyped. Now I'm hyped.
4: <laughs> That's the thing. Is like you know sometimes with this show, and I've heard it from previous seasons, like you know, every now and then it's a little over the top and, you know, you're watching Ben, you know, riding bumpy, you know, and there's explosions in the background. It's slow-mo. What what, what season was that? Was that season two, I think? Um, you know, stuff like that happens every now and then in the show. But if you're able to, like, look past some of the the the, the, the bombastic elements of the show, there's actually some really cool threads in there. And I think this season is very much in that vein where, like, some things you're going to be like, oh, boy, uh, I got to look past that. Other things, though, you're like, okay, oh, I-, I get what you're doing here, and maybe this will be a tie-in to Dominion, and I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, you know, give it a chance, and uh, I don't know if that, that that thread will linger for you, Sickle Club, but I'm interested to hear what everybody has to think. So thank you so much for calling in. Hopefully we hear from you again soon, and I want to I wanna get your, your thoughts back when um, – when uh when you get the chance to see the season, so give us a call back. Uh, but yeah, this next one here is um, an email from Michael, and it says, "Hey, this is Michael again. I loved your answers to my last question. Just for you know, uh, for you to know, um, I have a Jurassic World Dominion question this time. I was wondering what dinosaur fights would you want in Dominion, and what dinosaurs uh would you want to see in the movie." also a second Indominus Rex question of what do you think it was made of? We know that the t- it was made of the T-Rex and raptor, but what other dinosaurs do you think it was made of? So that was from Michael. Thank you, Michael.
6: Mm.
4: All right. Where, where should we start here? What do we got? Uh, give me your dinosaur fights. What kind of dinosaur, okay. d- and, and, and any kind of dinosaur that you'd like to see in the movie, but also fights.
1: Oh, my. Okay, well my girl is going to be showing because i'm not really into the fighting that of dinosaurs i like got the whole i'm not a big action movie person to begin with because it's always the same they're driving a car they're shooting people it's always the same <laughs> always the same it's just you know what's gonna happen. yeah it's my just... my
4: i i always laugh at my wife's comment because years and years ago this is back i think what was it 2008 or so when when hulk came out and she fell asleep in the movie mm-hmm. And she always falls asleep in action movies and stuff like that. And I'm like, "What are you doing? You're what? Are you, how are you falling asleep in this? There's so much action. It's crazy. It's off the wall." And she's like, "It's just, it's just so much punching."
1: Yes, yes, I agree. I so agree. I so. I'm just like, okay, great. Get past this and let's get to the actual story then, because yeah. it just seems like filler. It's all, yeah, filler. yeah, so it is. Dinosaur fighting is just going to be filler. I don't know. It's I'm not into it. it just like with the little hmm. prologue here, where the I don't know, that was like three seconds long of fighting, and it was too long for me. <laughs> so. I'm not into it, so I'm not, yeah. My answer there. Um, what was the second part?
8: Um,
4: uh, let me Finding find the question again. There was, an, uh, there was another part there, yeah. It was just what other dinosaurs did you want to see in the mm. movie, and also that something one. about the Indominus Rex?
1: Um, what other dinosaurs again? I'm not big on what dinosaur species get into things. Um, I know a lot of people's first question is, Oh, what dinosaurs are in this? What dinosaurs are in that? i'm I'm just gonna take them as they come. I'm not big on what comes at me dinosaur wise i'm I'm just gonna co- just gonna coast yeah. along with whatever they give me.
4: I like that. I mean, i uh I, I think I wanna do that as well. just be like, all right, let's just see what it is. I, I'm not like I love dinosaurs. don't get me wrong, but like i uh I'm not like you know, super into the paleontology of it all, or the, you know, figures and stats of it all, like, I, I have no idea. I'm just like, oh, that's a co- you tell me that's a dinosaur? Oh, cool. I believe Same. you. Like, that's a dinosaur, <laughs> then. Okay, it might not be a dinosaur, but it's a dinosaur to me. Yeah, Um what,
1: the metrodon <laughs> has always been a dinosaur to
4: me. <laughs> so. Which, I mean, you know, it's not a dinosaur, but like, it's a dinosaur to me. Come on. Like, yeah. It's in the
1: little toy packets (laughs) with the other dinosaurs. So yeah. And
4: it's, it's funny because like, that was one I, I would love to see, like, I would love to see a dimetrodon pop up, even though it's not a dinosaur. I get it. I understand everybody. It's not, but like, Mm. whatever, you know, Uh, you know, and I said, I mentioned the quetzalcoatlus. Like, I know that's not a dinosaur, but like, I want to see that. Um, sucumimus, I'd see you too. But, um, if you're not there, that's okay too. Um the other one the other point was oh the dinosaur fights um yeah that's interesting i i i what that's like something that i feel like all of these these a lot of these sequels have been like oh what was in Jurassic Park oh there was a fight at the end oh we got to have a fight you know and i, I don't know like it, it, they've kind of turned it into the Dino Battle, you know, fighting franchise where, like, at the at the end of the movie or somewhere in the movie, there's going to be a battle. And you know it's going to happen. I'm trying to think. Did that really happen in uh, The Lost World at all? Uh, not really. I don't think. Um but you know, obviously, Jurassic Park three, Jurassic World, Demi- uh, Fallen Kingdom. I'm sure mm-hmm. Dominion is gonna probably have one again. Um, several, I'm sure. So yeah, I don't know. I don't really care either, to be honest. I'm like oh, whatever, you know. Like I would assume that the Giganotosaurus and the T Rex are probably gonna fight because that was that's what was set up in the prologue. You know, I don't. I think it would be strange if they didn't fight in the end but uh who knows who knows Um, i'm just
1: saying don't waste a lot of time on it if they're gonna make dinosaurs fight just don't waste a lot of time on it
4: yeah we need the character stuff in this movie Mm -hmm. specifically yeah there's not enough time as it is um with all the content so don't yeah don't linger too much on the so that maybe that's a good good thing that they got a lot of good dinosaur content in the prologue (laughs) um (laughs) Maybe there won't even be dinosaurs in this movie. Who knows? (laughs) Uh (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, But the Indominus Rex question, Uh, this is interesting. So it's like, you know, what do I think it was made of? Um, You know, we know it was T-Rex and Raptor, but we actually do have a a decent list here um, of things that it's made of. And it looks like it's a hybrid of T-Rex, Raptor, Carnotaurus, Giganotosaurus, which we just saw in in the prologue, Majungasaurus, Rugops, I don't know how to say this one. Picnonimosaurus. Okay. Aquilima- I don't know where this information is coming from. Quilmosaurus. V- Viavena- <laughs> Viavenator. Therizinosaurus. Dinosuchus. Cuttlefish. Tree frog. Pit viper. So there's a lot of things in there. Um, I, I, I have no idea where this information came from. Probably some <laughs> book or something, you know. Uh, I don't know. Something like that. Because there's always... Um, random, like, dinosaur guide books and uh, park ranger books and things like that that come out. So it's probably somewhere along those lines. But, uh, yeah, just a big mishmash of things. So hopefully that was helpful for you. You can actually look that up. I just found that information on the Jurassic Park wiki, uh, JurassicPark.fandom.com. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Michael. Appreciate the email there. Uh, this next one is a voicemail from Bodhi. Take it away.
5: Hey, guys. This is uh, Bodhi Shonen-Moore from com, And um, I have some things to say about Jurassic World Dominion. Okay. And also some things about Jurassic World Evolution um, 2. Um, the thing about Dominion is... I'm really excited for it to come out. It's really, from what I've seen and heard about it, it's really cool. I'm excited for the game to get back together. Um, but there are some things that I think are missing from it for right now and some problems with it, especially with the, um, the new that I heard about in, uh, the Jurassic Wire. I don't remember which one. I think it was, um, 292
4: um it was well i just i'm just muting it just here for a second just in case (laughs) sounds like bodhi's getting into some spoilery uh stuff that we maybe talked about at the end of the episode (laughs) yep still talking about spoilery stuff so we'll we'll mute that for a little bit um (laughs) but bodhi um i want to know what what the rest of your your comments are here so let's, let's 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 give you some time. I'll skip ahead and we'll bring it back up. Let's see what you're saying.
5: I love all the new stuff they've added with it. The uh, Raptors climbing fences. And, oh, sorry, oh, there might be talking about evolution in it, two
6: now.
4: Oh, so
5: I apologize if there's a spoilers. Um, so. Spoiler alert! For what? Yeah, I should have done that at the beginning.
6: Yeah. Um, I'm excited
5: uh, that the Raptors are now climbing fences, and there are new animations, like uh, social animations for dinosaurs. It makes it actually feel like that you're the dinosaurs are real, even though they're only just pieces of code. And I love the new. I, I love all the new um stuff with the uh, decorations and like making rocks and other parts bigger, smaller, moving them around, rotating Mm them, uh, lifting them up, uh, lowering them down. It's making it a lot like... uh...
4: Oh, and that's where it cuts off. Well, thank you, buddy. (laughs) Glad we got a little bit out out of you there. Um, So I'll I'll just jump straight over to the uh, comments on Jurassic World Evolution. Um, Yeah, I actually... I think there's a lot of cool like customizable features this time around where like when I was actually building my sections, I-, I felt like, oh, this is cool. I can add like a lot of different rocks and uh, you know, types of ground and uh trees and and I, I thought it was interesting that like your your paddocks and things depend on or your your dinosaurs depend on like certain types of like fruits or nuts or you know whatever the case may be they really need to be specified like what kind of trees and and ground and and all kinds of different things i actually was really into that portion of it i thought that was pretty cool so i love the the uh, availability to like customize a little bit more it's still not like super intensive like how much customization you can do i know you can change a lot of you know banners and slight decorations around the park and thing and and things and uh buildings and stuff like that you can change a little bit here and there um but yeah i still i still think i would like a lot more from this game in terms of customization i am I'm, I'm so used to games like from the past you know 20 30 years ago that like you were able to customize way more so you know, here's hoping. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say here's open because that would mean we need another another park builder game at this point. Which I'm like, I'm I'm done at this point with, with park builders. Let's move on to something else. But uh, yeah, thanks again, Bodie. Uh, make sure to call in with uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. That's the that's the um, the intention here on on the Jurassic Wire is let's keep it spoiler free uh, un- until you know things come out and we can actually talk about them. So thank you, buddy. You got any, you got no comments on uh, evolution, right?
1: (laughs) No, no comments.
4: Oh, sorry. All right, let's move on to the next one. This is um, an email from Andrew and it says, hi, Brad and Jen, this is Andrew again, reaching out in regards to the prologue slash flashback sequence. I wanted to start off by saying thank you for graciously reading my email on episode 284. After listening to my email read aloud, I realized it was too much of a rant and more of a knee-jerk reaction to the inaccuracies in the flashback. I must admit I cringed a little while hearing it read (laughs) (laughs) My apologies. I think I got a little too wrapped up in the fine details that I lost sight of the fun and magic that is Jurassic. Anywho, I'm reaching out because I just watched the prologue on YouTube and I absolutely loved it. I must have watched it two or three times now. I love that it felt more like watching a documentary, how ironic, than just a movie um uh there were there was no grand musical cue to distract from what was happening on screen just the ambient sounds of nature during the late cretaceous the dinosaurs maybe besides the giga weren't acting like movie monsters but animals in their natural environment which made it feel so real and what about all those inaccuracies i was so engrossed with what was happening that i didn't care Honestly, this prologue made me feel like a kid again watching Jurassic Park or The Lost World. It was simply captivating. If this is anything like what's in store for us in Dominion, we're in for a real treat. Thanks again for all you uh, you and your team do for us. The Jurassic Park podcast is really the best Jurassic Park podcast around. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, uh, P.S., sorry, it's uh, a long email. <sighs> you guys. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Thank you so much. <laughs> so. I love that. I, you know, here's the thing. I'll start off by saying this, Andrew. When it comes to, um, like, sending in content to podcasts and commenting on, like, live streams and stuff like that, I actually struggle with that a lot myself Or like, I commented once recently on a live stream that I was watching of, of, like, people that I, I listen to and watch all the time, and I, like, I commented for the first time, and I felt so anxious, and I was like, Why do I feel this way? I do this. I'm on the other side of the the mic all the time. And I never feel like that anxious about it. But when I actually sent in a message to this one live stream and they said my name, I was like (gasps) – (laughs) <laughs> oh, don't don't make fun of me. Don't say anything. you know. Don't like. I just felt like anxious about it. So I, I completely get where you're coming from, uh, from Andrew. So, uh, but don't worry. Uh, it, it happens to all of us at some point. But I'm glad you you like turned around on on what you thought about uh, about it initially. Yeah, it's a, it's it's tough because once you actually see something and you realize, ah, let's just have fun with it. That's the way to do it, <laughs> right? You know, that that's the way I've been trying to do a lot more. With with Jurassic, with other things, I'm like, let me just enjoy it. I, isn't that the best way to do it?
1: Yeah, I fully agree. I wish I could do that more. I'm trying to do that more. Just sit back and enjoy. Instead of being so critical. But it's so hard when you have, like, what you do here is all mm-hmm. talking about it and, like, picking it apart. So it's hard to just sit back and enjoy it.
4: It is. You know what I, I found recently? And maybe maybe you'll find the same thing. Um but like i'll i'll sit and watch something with my kid and and um you know my son is 4 at this point so he's able to you know really enjoy a lot of you know movies or tv shows and stuff and i was sitting there watching camp cretaceous with him and you know he was just enamored in it and even my daughter who's only 1 she was watching too and she was she was roaring along with all the dinosaurs every time a dinosaur came on screen she, uh, on screen she just roared and I was like, "Oh, this is fantastic! You know, this is really what it's about." It's like, you know, I came into Jurassic when I was, you know, seven years old or whatever. So like, I want to, I want to be like that. I want to like view these through those eyes, and that's the way. I, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be so critical. Every now and then, I think we have to be, but I really don't. I don't want to only be that. You know, I want to be able to view things with a semi-critical eye and you know make sure i like everything but at the same time just have fun you know i think that's the best way to do it
1: oh yeah like every the only why it only knows two two animal noises pig and dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> two
4: that's very it. similar noises too right like
1: <laughs> but he doesn't do the oink he does like the snort So, oh those perfect are perfect really different it's Totally different, but yeah, he'll you'll ask him what does the dinosaur sound like, and he'll go rrrrr. So he knows he loves now, dinosaurs.
4: Have have you have you gotten into any Jurassic stuff with him yet?
1: Um, no, just just toys. He won't sit long enough to watch anything. Actually, yeah, I, mean, I can't get hard. him to watch anything at all. Like, no, he doesn't <laughs> like to sit and read. He doesn't like to sit and watch. Oh. He's always running around.
4: Yeah, I know. Sometimes they're a little crazy. And they just want to like, you. You just sometimes you just want to like appreciate something with them and be like, "Oh, look at this new book I got you. Let's read this book." And then it's like, "Nah, I'm out of here. I want play. I want to go play with something else. I want to just go roll on the ground or play with that box." And you're like, ah, "But I just, I just opened this book from that box, and you, you want the box? Okay, so yeah. <laughs> it's hard. But like, I think that when you get to the point where you, you're able to like watch something like Camp Cretaceous or like the Lego series or something like that and appreciate it through like a different lens. Um, it really helps. It really helps. And it puts things into perspective. So I'm glad that Andrew was able to to do that and, uh, you know, to see that, hey, you know, let's just have fun with this. It makes me feel like a kid again. And uh, I can't wait to see what's in store as well. And, and thank you for the nice comments there, Andrew. That, that makes us feel good. But uh, let's move on to the next one. This is a voicemail from I don't know who. Um, let's let's play it. Uh, I might, might, might have to turn it
8: down a little bit. Let's say. Ah! ah! Sorry, just want to scare you guys for the spooky season. Anyway, um <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a recurring topic. As, as
4: you can tell this was from October, <laughs> so I was scared. I mean, I I'm always thinking it's spooky season, so let's keep it going, but
8: thank you. Thank you for scaring us. Um but uh if it is, that's very strange. Anyway, I just thought of something. Uh, Kind of interesting because uh, we're talking about universal monsters here, you know. It's Harry halloweeny, and obviously, universal. I oh, know it's Jurassic Park, so I just realized that um, Jurassic Park kind of has uh, aspects from all classic universal monsters. So we got, and forgive me. I mean, I don't know if this is just really dumb, but whatever. Um, so we have, uh, you know. The Creature from Black Lagoon is amphibious, you know, amphibian uh, DNA in the gene sequence. We have uh, the mummy, which is resurrected, you know, dinosaur fossils, you know, key to uh, resurrecting the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Um, We got Frankenstein's monster, you know, uh, that's kind of like a hybrid. So, you know, we had hybrids in Jurassic World uh what else we have dracula loves to suck blood got blood sucking lawyers in jurassic park (laughs) uh let's see wolfman i don't know yeah i guess you can maybe look at the endoraptors kind of like oh yeah stature is like a wolf i don't know but anyway um yeah hope you guys have a great spooky season have a great halloween hopefully we get some cool jurassic world stuff this year, and uh, also, I just saw Brad brought some heat to Twitter literally right before I called saying that uh, Spino is the true king, <laughs> not be killing T Rex, and uh, you know, we all have our own opinions, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, I hope you guys uh, have a great month, and uh, thanks for putting out the good work, and uh, stay safe, stay drastic, all the good stuff there, alright? Have a going, guys.
4: Thank you. I mean that, that that was obviously our good friend Yaroslav. So thank you so much uh, for calling in with the uh, the very like the the great Halloween spirit. I love that so much. And the jump scare at the beginning. My God, we've never gotten a jump scare. I don't think on an, on a voicemail. That's not
1: intentionally. Anyway. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, and I, you know, look here. Here's the thing. I'm going to keep on bringing that heat when it comes to Twitter and the Spinosaurus. Literally like um, like every week you're going to get something new from me. So so you know, get used to it. Sorry, that's going to be your jump scare throughout the week. You're going to be like, "Oh, another Spinosaurus meme. Ah, another one." So, that's what I that's what I promise for you guys. Um but yeah, you know, there there are so many parallels i think with universal monsters and obviously you know it is a universal franchise but like it's so cool especially in in fallen kingdom alone you know that 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 final you know sequence is really like very much a uh, a universal monster type moment where you've got like the indoraptor like howling at the moon there is like a a very i forget if it was like um, Dracula or Nosferatu or something like that where it was like a the hanging down of the Indoraptor upside down the camera positioning and stuff and obviously like yeah the dinosaurs in general and, and hybrids specifically yeah they're very much like a Frankenstein kind of thing even um, uh, Brooklyn said it in, in season 3 of Camp Cretaceous she, she I think she like called Dr. Wu like Dr. Frankenstein or something like that Um, so yeah, there's so many fun references like that. And I, I think it's really cool that like, it kind of gets overlooked, but like, it it, it does really tie into the monster movies and stuff like that. So, you know, a lot of people will say like, oh, they're not monster movies, but you know, there's a lot of symbolism and, and stuff that relate to them. So I think that's pretty cool.
1: I never really gave it much thought, but when you point out all those examples, yeah, I mean, obviously, I got it with the Indoraptor. That was pretty straightforward. But um, I never thought much about those other ones. But that's pretty neat. I like the comparison.
4: I like I like the blood-sucking lawyer comparison. <laughs> I know.
1: That's good.
4: <laughs> that was too funny. Anyway, thank you so much, Jaroslav. Uh, let's move on. Uh, this is another voicemail from Jake. Take it away. Hey, Brian, Jen. It's
0: Jake. Hey. And Halloween should be coming up.
4: No. Nope.
0: It's I don't know, if you record it right sometimes even late, but that's okay. Um Um so I hope you do a Halloween episode this year. I
4: Oh, let me tell you, we did one and it was so much fun. <laughs> I hope I hope we enjoyed it, Jake. Let's see what we have to say. I about always
0: it. look forward to the Halloween episodes. I love those. I, you don't have to, but I'm saying, I'm just saying, if you remember, you did a, one of them did a skit, I think it was Jay Jurassic, where there was a carnage war in his neighborhood. I think that would be really cool with a raptor,
6: mm-hmm.
0: and it could, like, because that can, like, fit in your house and stuff, anyways. So, my first question is Halloween-related. What do you think the original characters from Jurassic Park would dress up for Halloween? Ooh. What do you think they'd be? I don't know. Just something I thought, and also, on the last episode, someone had the same question to me. It was really random. It was the volcano one,
6: <laughs>
0: and he said that he was doing yard work, and I mow lawns around my neighborhood. And I thought of that question when I was mowing lawns, so that must be the connection, <laughs> or just an extra crazy coincidence. So yeah, that's all I have this time. So bye.
4: There we go. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jake. Um, hey, first off, the Halloween episode was so much fun. I I love love producing the Halloween episodes. They're probably like honestly some of my favorite episodes. And I know they don't always have like a a ton to do with Jurassic, but like there's a, there's always Jurassic mixed in there. I mean, this year we did. For anybody who didn't get a chance to listen to it, we did or uh, Tom Jurassic produced a segment where like the Mosasaurus attacked a fishing boat, which was like a fantastically produced segment. Like it felt real. It felt like it was something that was actually, you were actually listening to like a real audio play uh, of, of, uh, you know, a boat being attacked by the Mosasaur. It was so good. Um, what else do we have? Uh, Caleb Burnett analyzed um, like a very spooky type track from Fallen Kingdom. That was fantastic, um, and then I think it was just me. I think I did, you know, I did a segment that was um, in reference to Halloween Horror Nights, so it was like a very specific type segment where I had a few of my friends actually uh, from Florida uh, participated in the segment. Uh, one of which was actually in Horror Nights this year, um, so and and dinosaurs attacked Horror Nights, which I was like, this is this is how we got to do it. We got to like tear this thing down um and then of course can't help but mention the fact that beetlejuice hosted the entire segment which was the entire show which was incredible i i don't want to say it another time or another two times because like i don't want them coming back because i don't need him hosting the mailbag too um but yeah it was it was a really fun episode and i love producing those and you mentioned jake mentioned um jay jurassic segment a few whenever that was a few years ago where like I think it was, like, he was, like, reporting in from the street of, like, a dinosaur encounter or something like that. I forget specifically, but I remember really, really enjoying what he made. So, yeah, we're going to keep that stuff going for forever. I'm never going to stop doing the Halloween segments. They're always some of my, like, most favorite things to produce. I, I love doing that. Like, anytime – and you've been a part of, like, some different segments, I think, Jen, where, where we'll, like, produce, like, audio dramas and stuff, right?
1: Oh uh, Yeah, I – so, oh, it's been a while, but I
4: think so. Yeah, and it's always, like, it's always something different. It gives us a, an outlet to, like, to act and, like, edit things <laughs> differently and be just a bunch of weirdos, and, and it's always so much fun to do that stuff. I, you know, none of us are, I don't think any of us are really, like, professionals in that sense of, like, you know, actors or anything like that, but it's always fun to put those things together.
1: What was the... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I had to go get it. I was um, like, what's that munching underneath? You don't, yeah.
4: Okay. You don't want a cat eating foam. That's never a good thing. Uh-huh. Um, so there was a question. Jake did mention the volcano thing, which was pretty funny. I remember there was like a few volcano questions one one of the recent episodes. Um, but the Halloween question episode or the costume episode was pretty funny. What Halloween costumes would the characters mm-hmm. like the like say the original trio wear?
1: i was thinking about this when i mentioned it and this is what i came up with i mean take it or leave it it's like three in the morning it feels like so here we go um i am going to say malcolm okay so i don't know if anyone remembers this goosebumps game uh the horror thing that was on a pc was totally into it loved it as a kid and i didn't know this till like six months ago that the dracula in it was uh jeff goldblum blew my mind so that's all i could see now um so he's dracula for sure i love it but like the goosebumps version the one that was in the thing no other version um grant um he probably hates halloween and hates dressing up and he's stupid but i'm gonna put him as a cowboy a begrudging cowboy (laughs) like he hates it but he has the lasso and the hat and like the it's kind of like a mix of his normal wear, but like cowboyized where it has like the plaid kind of, but like not exactly. But like, you know, like a cowboy version. And he's like, I hate all of this, but I'm going to stay as close to me as I can. So, and then um, Ellie, since she's a, it only makes sense. She's a paleobotanist, right? Loves plants. She is Laura Fern. She's a fern wow. named Laura. And she's an actual <sighs> dressed up as a fern. And she has a name tag that says Laura on it.
4: Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's like some meta costume. I love that. Oh, my god, I'm not even going to come up with any ideas because all of those were perfect. Like, you couldn't have nailed it anymore. That was, like, spot on, each and every Thank one of you. those. Wow. <laughs> Laura Fern, Dracula. <laughs> And like the cowboy, you 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 nailed it. Like Grant would never want to. I don't feel like he would be into it. He would definitely like begrudgingly like show up to a party. You know, if anybody watches The Office, it's like Jim from The Office doesn't want to ever dress up, so he like does the most minimal thing that he possibly can do. Um, I think he wore like a a circle on him, and he called himself like one hole punch. And one of them was like, (laughs) I think the word like the word book on his face, and he's like on Facebook um, or bookface. Um, <laughs> but but,, um, but yeah, so I feel like Grant would definitely do that. and 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 obviously Malcolm being the man in black, like Dracula works, that's so good. Anyway, that is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the answer. I'm not even gonna bother. Um, but yeah, but yeah, that was from Jake. So thank you so much, Jake. Let's move on to another one here. This is an email. From Bailey, and it says, Hi there, Brad and Jen. Just sending in a quick question for the mailbag. If you had to create a hybrid between any two dinosaurs, which would they be? I always enjoy your podcast, so please keep up the good work. Any two hybrid between uh, any two dinosaurs, what would it be?
1: Hmm. Okay. I I don't know if this is cheating, but I just saw, I don't know what it's from.
4: Oh, oh be careful. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna say. No. It. No. No. You can, you can. You can. You can say it. I guess. No. Well, well, let's give know. some people. Let's give some people I... some time. Maybe. Let's give some. Yeah. People I,
1: some won't, time. I won't. I um, won't. <laughs> but I'm gonna say that.
4: Oh. Okay. So All right.
1: Give time <laughs> when we come back and regroup. People can be like, "Was that your answer?" And I'll probably be like, "Yeah."
4: Yeah. Obviously, it was that. Way. Even if it wasn't, you're like, "Yeah, that was it. That was what I was gonna say." <laughs> Yep. I'm trying to think of what what I would say. I, I mean, like, instantly, I just want to say like some of my favorite things, and and that's like a Brachiosaurus, um, a Spinosaurus. I think that would be fantastic. You know, let's go with that. I don't know what what would you even call that a Brachio? No, I mean they're both Spinosaurus, Brachiosaurus. So they like they end the same. Yeah. So the it's like the beginnings. How do you? Spino. Oh, yes.
1: My, you um, Josh's nephew has, is dating, his name's Elliot, and he's dating someone named Ellie, and it's like, how do you ship
4: that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's the same wow. thing.
4: Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, it would just go with Ellie or L. Just say L. No. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? It's hard. <laughs> Oh, uh, thank you, Bailey, for making us question life, I think, with this question here. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm gonna go with that answer and uh and stick with it. But um thank you. Thank you so much for the uh the compliments and, and for the question there. Uh this next one is a voicemail from George. Hey, George Hello. Um I'm
2: George and I've been listening to your podcast since twenty eighteen. Ooh. Um, I found it in twenty eighteen and I just wanted to let you know that this podcast is amazing and Brad I put in email because I know you hate writing. <laughs> Please if you can ever get the chance to put this on um, the any segment that would be good or like the e or like the Jurassic mailbag for September
3: nope,
2: would be sorry. very cool. Um, also, I have a segment idea for the Jurassic Park podcast. It, um, it would be cool if you could go over all like Malcolm's speeches and dive into huh. what, like, in depth what they mean—novel or or movie doesn't matter what. Okay. I've read all the novels by Michael Crichton, and I honestly just love this podcast. <laughs> but um, I've been in the Jurassic fandom since I've loved Jurassic since I was three years old, and I started loving dinosaurs when I was two with the show Dinosaur Train. I haven't oh, gotten yeah. to see the preview for Jurassic World Dominion yet. But no matter what, I listen to the spoilers because I'd like to know any juicy detail I can get. But um you guys, Brad, everyone on your podcast is so special and I just wanted to say thank you for what you do. As always, stay safe, stay Jurassic.
4: Oh, George, thank you so much. That was fantastic. Aww. Thank you so much, George. And I agree. Uh, all the people that that work on this show are super special. So, uh, yeah. thank you, Jen. Thank you for being special. Um, uh, thank you. Yeah. So, uh, first off, Dinosaur Train, Jen. You, you can get started on that show anytime. Um, maybe maybe your kid will love it because that's a Where it's is a fun a one.
1: Dinosaur Train. Uh,
4: oh, you know
1: what we watch? We watch Dino Ranch
4: okay yeah i've seen I've seen that uh I've seen that one before, but yeah, dinosaur train is another one that's in a similar vein to that I think um where like they've got a like a catchy song uh in the beginning of the show or whatever, and we've watched that a, a handful of times so um but yeah, that's a good you know any way you can get into dinosaurs is perfect you know I think when I was young, you know we had um Land Before Time, which you know mm-hmm. came out, and and I loved that so much. I mean, I was into toys and stuff like that as well, and and I had all kinds of dinosaur stuff even before Jurassic. So, any way you can get your foot in the door is 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 perfect. And I, you know, that's why I think that this franchise is for everybody, and we can't really forget that you know and take it too seriously and stuff at times. So, I I love it. So I'm glad you find your you found your way in, and I love the the segment idea. I think that was pretty cool having something. And I've actually considered doing not that specifically, but stuff like that, where we take a look individually at characters and just kind of like analyze, you know, their, their trajectory. Like what have they been through this whole time? Where, where has this one individual gone from? Where did they start? Uh, Where have they been? What interactions? But I think if you narrow it down, like, you know the way george says here it's like hey let's take a look at some of the speeches and like what do they mean um and get into all that you know i maybe even have a hard time analyzing them because like especially when you're reading the novels and stuff like that i'm like man Malcolm is so deep so deep i mean he gets deep in the films but like not it's like surface level in comparison to the stuff he says <laughs> in the novel i'm like you know there's that moment in jurassic park where ellie's like Whew, it just like goes right over her head. And I'm like, yep, that's most of it for me. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, it's crazy some of the stuff that he says. But, you know, Michael Crichton is really good about going in depth with all that. And, um, you know, I would absolutely love to do that. So, you know, if you if you want to get into at least some of those things, George, I mean, I don't know if you've gotten a chance. I know you've said you've listened since 2018. Um, but hopefully you enjoyed the book club. Um, I'm sure there was a bit of that in, in those episodes, those three episodes. And of course, you know, with the lost world being, uh, another Malcolm story, uh, we certainly have a lot to talk about in that one, but I'd love to get into more of that. And I, you know, just thinking about what he could possibly say that is super meaningful in Dominion. I'm like, man, I, I just want like, and i don't even know what kind of malcolm i really want I, and i and i wonder what one they've chosen because there's a, there's a few different malcolms in in these films so i wonder which one they're going to going to go for in dominion because you have the first movie which he's like he's he's a little comical but like not not crazy comical but he's 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 very serious and and uh thought out and very like intellectual and then in in the lost world he's a much different character where he's like he's a uh, extra like kind of paranoid and and scared and um you know he's thought he's thinking everything out but he's not as intellectual as he was in the first film and he's much more comical so i I really like that version of him but i don't want to lose the intellectual stuff too so uh, which which one do you think they're going to go with in dominion i know this is not a question from george but
1: (laughs) yeah um hopefully the less annoying one not the Lost World one.
4: Uh, I was just going to say, I, I I feel like I know which one you're going with. Uh, so, yeah. Um Not the Lost World one for you.
1: Yeah.
4: Why? Definitely. Why is he annoying? Tell me again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> let's oh, let's
1: rehash whole, this. <laughs> his whole essence annoys me. Oh, like, his whole thing of, like, he I'm has dying. all these different... He has all these different girlfriends and like kids from all these different people. It just makes him look like a terrible person and that's like a flighty person. And then he's so oh, just annoying the whole movie.
4: <sighs> all right. I can I can I can let you believe that. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Like I I can understand. I, I can sympathize. He's he's a much different character. But I really dig. I really dig like the. Almost said something, uh, that I probably shouldn't have. But I, I really dig the trauma and stuff that he's been through. In um, you know, he he experienced a lot in Jurassic Park, and I I I find it interesting how he deals with that trauma and stuff in the Lost World. And I feel like you can see it on him, and you can feel that he's, you know, he's he's been impacted by the those events and I feel like that's why he's like a little extra skittish and like you know uh, just a little more crazed than he was in uh, Jurassic Park and uh, maybe he's deferring a lot of that trauma and PTSD going back to the island with a bit of comedy. I mean that's surely something that maybe he's doing there um, but I I love I love Malcolm so much and I think I I think I mostly side with the Lost world Malcolm and I, I, I don't know I just dig that part you know and I I dig the comedy of it all. He's so funny like so many funny lines to me. Maybe they're annoying, but I love them.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah but
1: fans for everything.
4: <laughs> I know but you know in terms of what George is talking about it's not I don't feel like there's a lot of like intellectual speeches in that one. You know, that you that that are there to analyze. It's more of like quippy stuff, you know, like like let's like, you know, just any random quip. That's mostly what he's built off of, I feel like, in that movie, um, mm-hmm. where in the first one, he's much more intellectual. So and obviously in Fallen Kingdom, he's very intellectual. He's not that quippy guy that he was at all. Um, so hopefully we see, um, you know, for my sake, at least a more dynamic uh, Ian Malcolm this time around. So we have more to analyze and and to joke about. Um, But thank you, George. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for listening and calling in and for all the kind words. Uh, Let's move on to the Raptor cast uh, sent us an email and it says, good evening, Brad and Jen. Uh, It says, uh, my, my brother had a question for the mailbag. If you could come up with the most random theory as to why the Scorpius possibly ends up in Camp Cretaceous in a new season of Camp Cretaceous, what would it be? Thanks and as always, keep up the great work. You got any theories?
1: Wait, what was it?
4: <laughs> uh, if you could come up with the most random theory as to why the Scorpius possibly oh ends geez. up in the new I season don't know of Camp what Cretaceous. Any
1: of that even means <laughs>
4: All right, so you know the Scorpius Rex, right? From season 3 of Camp Cretaceous, that like, oh, you know, lanky black dinosaur that was like scared by the fire, yeah. and, you know, at okay. the end of the season the visitor center crumbled on both of them. Um, you know, what do you what do you uh think would take that to come back at all?
1: I don't know. I mean, they're in like this weird parallel world with all these like fake Walls and lands, anything, it's probably there. It's probably right behind like the invisible sky, and it's just looking <laughs> at them. It's like a two way mirror okay. or a one way mirror. You know how you can look through it? <laughs> so They're looking is... at this endless horizon, and it's really that dinosaur looking back. Okay. Theory.
4: So, so what you're saying is the Scorpius was behind it all, and like the Scorpius, this is like the Scorpius's island. Like, and, and the Scorpius is, is, like, running this island, and it's watching from, like, two-way glass or whatever. One-way glass, I guess. Um, two-way glass is just normal glass, I guess, right? Isn't it? Um. I'm
1: trying to think that through. <laughs> that's too advanced right now. But I think that—I don't know if he's running it, but someone put him there, and that's just, like, his little house— it and reminds it reminds go. me of Blue
4: going to Owen's funeral.
1: <laughs> like Aww, they're,
4: now they're just yeah. like humans. They're just like showing up. They're like Scorpius has to go to work, just shows up one day and is like in a suit, watching people through the window. <laughs> Exactly. Obviously, I, I can't say anything about the season, so I'm just making jokes about it.
1: <laughs> I mean, because you know that's the, the right answer. That's it. You, you, got, me. I you got me. You got me. Spoiled the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> spoiled everything. Oh, oh,
4: oh! Gotta, gotta get a toy. Oh no! Hurry! This is me currently on Target.com, trying to get a ship a dinosaur, editing it to my cart. Got my card Live ready. Action. Let's go. Let's check out. Let's check out. Let's do this. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, it's got to switch my card. Let's do this. Click the double pay there and then processing. And we, oh, it didn't work. Oh, no. We got to do it again. Oh, penny, oh penny. unexpected penny. error. Unexpected error. Oh, let's, let's do it with this one. Let's go here. Come on. I just changed my card recently, so I didn't change it to my phone. And it worked, I think. Woo. Wow. That was like. What did we buy? <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce it. Oh no. Oh no. It took it it took it off the order.
6: No, oh,
4: and I literally just bought diapers.
1: <laughs> the audio wow. here is just gold. It's that gold. is
4: that is severely disappointing. Oh my gosh.
1: Did it just get released or something? What?
4: So, so if you're not a a, a toy hunter, um, you know, part of the toy community and stuff, we we tend to like check out Target's website or, or our app, and you can actually choose the feature to like notify me when it uh, when it's available, and it pops up so infrequently that when it does, you have to go ASAP and get it as soon as possible, and I tried. But I forgot that I, I literally, like I, I lost my credit card for a few days <laughs> and then I found it but I at that point I had already requested a new one and then I didn't mm. put I didn't put the new one in my phone yet and I, it just it just lost me this figure so great. But now we've got thirty dollars of diapers coming our way which you're wondering why are there diapers? Because you some of these some some of these toys you can't order unless you have like thirty dollars worth of goods in your cart, which is super <laughs> annoying. So I end I up wasn't having. I was wondering. No, yeah, I mean, well, I we need them. You know, you, you might yeah. as well put something in the cart. I'm that like, well, Why need. aren't
1: there diapers? Can I get some <laughs> of those too? <laughs>
4: Send some to your house. Um, yeah, you you need like to have that that threshold hit. So I'm like, well, let mm-hmm. me put diapers in here. You always need those. Um, I don't we even use know if these are the right. They're not. Hey, here's, yeah. here's the thing. They're not even the right size diapers. So that was <laughs> oh, no. that was a bust. Um, so canceling this one. Uh, oh. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, but anyway, that was that was uh, some fun audio for you guys. Where did we okay, leave so- off?
1: <laughs> Wait now, so the toy legit sells out that fast?
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of wow. these, they only put in like a few, like it only seems like there's like one or like, you know, a few in stock where like they'll, they'll pop up every now and then. Like the other night I was awake and it was like two in the morning. And guess what I'm doing? Working on podcast stuff.
9: <laughs> what course. else do I do?
4: Um, And I, I, I hit it at two in the morning Absolutely nothing. I'm like, it's two in the morning. Wow. Like, well, who's getting this now? And I don't even know if there was anything in stock. It popped up twice within 15 minutes and there was nothing. So hmm. I don't know. But this, this is time, like me
1: trying to get a dining reservation at Disney. It's the same thing. It's the it, exact same thing. You get is, a notification. Yeah. From like that disney dining thing or whatever you sign up for and it's like there's a table for ohana at, it's like seven o'clock exactly what you want you run into the app you click it you get there and it's like gone you're yep. like it was two seconds ago yep. i feel this i feel this on an emotional and physical level yeah mm-hmm. yeah you
4: yeah. you you have to you have to like work your fingers as fast as possible or else it's not gonna happen and unfortunately yeah the card Failed me, and uh, I'm gonna be changing that as soon as I can if I remember, because I keep forgetting to do it.
6: <laughs> it's
4: like I gotta change it in my phone, and then I gotta add it to my watch, and I'm like, ah, I'll get to it eventually. But anyway, if you wanted to know how to quickly order things, make sure you have your cards correctly corrected in your in your phone app or whatever you gotta do in your wallet on your app. Um, but anyway, thank you, RaptorCast. Uh, did we? Uh, did we answer that question? Uh the most random theory. Uh that was a pretty random theory, so you got it. And uh and thank you, Raptorcast. So that brings us to our final voicemail here. We almost made it to the end without something crazy happening. But uh we got we got a voicemail here from Jonathan. So let's take a listen. Hi
9: Brad and Jen. Um hey. my name's Johnny. I've been listening or Johnny. to the podcast for a couple months now, I guess. Um I'm pretty new to it compared to everyone else, I guess. But this is my first time recording a little, like, thing for the Jurassic Mailbag. So I just had a question regarding um, Jurassic World Dominion. Do you think there are going to be, like, flashback sequences? um, Because they did that in, like, Star Wars and Marvel, like, with the CGI stuff. So I thought that might be cool, or if they did that in... Jurassic World Dominion with some of the older characters explaining, like, where Alan Grant was during the events of Lost World or something like that. Uh, I thought Ooh, that would be that's cool. cool. And then there was um, another idea which might be, like, referencing older characters that might have died. Like, referencing um, Dennis Nedry. Like, I don't know, what's his name? Lewis Dogson might be, like, Oh, we asked this guy to steal embryos from Jurassic Park, but he failed. He was eaten or, you know, something like that. So I thought that would be <laughs> kind of cool. But um, that's all I had. Um, Thank you if you do answer this one. Thank you so much for making the podcast. It's a really great one. Hope you continue after Jurassic World Dominion. And uh, thanks. Bye.
4: Well, yeah, I'm sure we'll be uh, we'll be continuing for for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I could you, have you and
1: say continuing forever, not forever, quite a while. I was expecting for <laughs> forever.
4: <laughs> forever, we're here, we're stuck for eternity. Um, no, I'm, I'm joking, but yeah, well, it'll. Oh, it says out of stock. Okay, cool. Um, um, I, I went back to look, <laughs> so I got the notification back on. Um, anyway, um, Johnny. I love that idea of of uh, flashbacks. We've talked a little bit about flashbacks. Um, I've referenced the fact, and I've said this a billion times already, but I, I I want the intro to this movie, which the possibility is is viable again now that uh, the, pre- the the preview prologue stuff is pushed out of the film. Um, it's viable now to have a flashback sequence of the cafe with Dodgson and Nedry. I want to see that from a different perspective with with um, Dr. Wu there trying to get in on this deal, showing how he maybe becomes this semi-evil character that needs a redemption. Um, revisiting the Barbasol can moment where Nedry drops it and maybe somebody else picks it up, whether that's Dr. Wu or somebody else. Um, and Because I, I, I feel like this whole flashback thing could really set up Dodgson again, uh, you know, and what he's been up to and what he's been doing since the beginning, kind of showcasing like his failures as he's led to who he is today uh, and what he's doing to try to succeed. Um, so I think that would be pretty cool. but I, I actually dug that idea of, of Grant, like seeing what like some of these characters have been up to. Um, over the years, like, what was Grant doing, uh, you know, in 1997 when the T-Rex is, is uh, you know, going through San Diego, much in a way that, like, uh, the evolution of Claire did that with, with Claire mm-hmm. herself. Like, that was such an impressive moment, like, reading that, right?
1: I love this idea. My only thing is, though, again, we don't have a lot of film time. Like, I want mm-hmm. all of this, everything you're saying. I really do really want all of this. I don't I wouldn't mind like a mini series or an extended something with all of this. I love it all. But with this little limited amount of time that we have to wrap up what we have, wrap up the trilogy, wrap up probably the last time we'll see the original three in a movie, maybe, I don't know, but possibly. It's just like, I love the flashbacks, but small, minimal, because there's just so much we got to do. But I would love another way to see all of that.
4: I know this is the thing that bums me out is like, I have so many fun ideas for like flashback sequences. And at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, so this is just a movie of flashbacks for two hours. (laughs) I'm like, okay, like I, I, you know, we could all come up with like a thousand flashback sequences. That would be incredible. And, uh, you know, some, some franchises, it seems like your dreams come true with each and everything. And, You know, Marvel, for instance, has, like, show after show now. Um, There's a fantastic sequence very similar to this um, in a show that's airing currently. Uh, And and I'm like, man, if we could see stuff like that from, like, different angles and different things. We just don't have that availability here in Jurassic just yet. Maybe we'll get to the point where we can have stuff like that but i just don't ever seeing it happen um you know outside of films where you get it for like five minutes um but hopefully we get at least one good one it, it feels like we will I, i'm gonna I, i'm gonna say i'm like 99 percent sure that it'll happen but you never know um i had a lot of theories for what camp cretaceous season four was and guess what 90 percent of them were wrong so <laughs> you never know. Um, I did nail a couple of them, but uh, otherwise most of them were just completely off the wall and wrong. Um, I mean, but, with uh, Fallen yeah.
1: Kingdom, we thought we had Fallen Kingdom down. Mm-hmm. And then when they did the volcano, we're like, what? <laughs> we weren't even remotely near it. So,
4: Yeah. There's a lot of things that like, yeah, we, we got wrong or, or speculated too far on. And yeah, I, I want to, like here's the thing like I know this is a podcast about the films and the franchises and stuff but I'm like man I kind of just want to like not speculate as much but it's impossible like it's it's just my mind just does that naturally and I start thinking about all the best possible scenarios that when the film actually comes out I'm gonna be like oh man that bummed me out because I didn't get any yeah. of those really fun things that I made up in my own mind, so it's really my own fault.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the worst, though. I did it that is. for Pete Dragon, and it was just – it was devastating. And then you come back, and you're like, okay, when you see it for what it is, you appreciate it, but it's just like, yep. yeah, yeah, you build up this whole thing. And it's my whole story in your head of how, how it's going to be, and it's not
4: – Yeah, Johnny, if you can come up with a way for me to theorize – and speculate but not be disappointed let me know i'd love to hear your ideas um mm-hmm. uh, but i i love i love the thoughts there and uh, i think it's i think you're on to something and i think we're gonna have some flashbacks here for sure um at least one you know but who knows who knows uh, it seems to be a very popular uh you know thing that's happening in film right now whether it's you know uh, the Marvel franchise, or Star Wars, or you know, I'm hearing of heavy uh, flashback sequences in a big Disney film that's happening currently, that's uh, in progress. I'm not going to mention what it is, but it sounds like there's a lot of fun flashback sequences that are potentially coming our way from from that project. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just hope hope Jurassic goes there. I think I think it's uh, I think it's about time. I think it's about time. So. That brings us to the end. So Jen, that was a good one. We we kind of like it was still long. It was still like an hour and forty minutes. But like oh, you know, that's
1: nothing for us. It's <laughs> that's nothing. It's, We're usually
4: three. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, well, we we narrowed it down slightly. We 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 got through. And this is the thing. We had so many great questions and we did uh, comments and voicemails and and a lot to catch up on. It's been a few months, so. I'll cut us some slack this this month. Maybe next time we'll streamline it even more and still get to the bottom of all your questions and concerns. So thank you, Jen, so much for joining me again. What's going on? What do you got going on? What do you want to promote? You got anything?
1: Oh, yeah, I do. I mean, tomorrow, December 1st, is the start of 25 days of Miss. <gasps> So every day, it's really fun. It's like an advent calendar kind of thing. We're going to have a calendar, and every single day is going to be different things. Like, what's your favorite Bryce movie? What's your favorite hairstyle? What's your favorite (laughs) picture with her dad? What's your favorite picture with a pet? Like, it's all these different fun things. Every single day is going to be different. We're going to post ours. I'll ask everyone to post theirs. And um, I guess by the time people get this podcast, it might be a weekend. But Join in. It's really fun, and it's, I'm excited for it. It's going to, like, bring back some fun things, and it's really going to, like, challenge me to remember things because it's, like, favorite yeah. interview. Geez, I don't remember, so I really got to think about this through. But yeah, it's going to be fun. I like uh, that. That said um, at BDH Network and – the Website is priceyhoward.com, but it's going to be BDH Network on Twitter and BDH Network Instagram, Instagram stories. Yay!
4: Yeah, and when you say tomorrow, you mean five days ago, so it, it's already yeah. in progress. It's December well in- <laughs>
1: 1st, yeah, it's going to be probably a week by the time you actually hear it. But yeah, you can start I, on day five, day six, doesn't matter.
4: I'm gonna say my favorite picture is uh, one that she took with my sister, so that was uh, that's a fun picture that our oh. family has passed around and you know cuz my sister was in oh, a off right. broadway play with her and stuff for for a while um so that was cool Um
1: uh, but yeah if that if that's one of these is she smiling
4: is she smiling of course she
1: is okay then favorite happy photo you could post favorite. that on um oh favorite memory oh my gosh okay so go. december 25th is favorite memory december 18th is okay. favorite happy photo you got some choices Look.
4: Look, I mean, yeah, it was a long, it was a lot of months that we were like in New York City and uh, going to these off Broadway shows, and Bryce was there with my sister in the show, and I got to see her, I think at least once or twice in, in the show, which was really cool. So, yeah, fun memories, fun memories. So I'll I'll be sure to share that. Hopefully, I can uh, remember. <laughs> I'll mark it on my calendar. Twenty, it <laughs> the twenty fifth, right? Oh my gosh, um, that's Christmas!
1: Is favorite memory. yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Is favorite yeah memory. Let's see that's if I remember. I'll,
4: I'll try. I'll try.
1: <laughs> I know. Jeez, I might not. I gotta. I, I committed myself to this though. So, oh my gosh, I got Scheduling I gotta, tools
4: I gotta are your everything. friend. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I gotta remember all this stuff. Like, geez. favorite movie scene? I don't know. I gotta oh think. Oh Like, I don't want to just do. I don't just because favorite movie. Like, I just don't want to do the everything. Everyone's gonna pick. Jurassic for that like I want to yeah. be a little original dig a little deeper for some of these so I'm really gonna have to think I don't want to do a Jurassic for favor okay I probably will do um a Jurassic for you. <laughs> I'm already failing okay
4: it'll be tough I'm sure you'll you, you'll yeah. find plenty out there but it's stuff.
1: a fun thing so everyone join in if you want it's really fun
4: the favorite thing that she ever directed was uh Star Wars you, know, you
1: oh, know, this number 10, that's December 10th, favorite directing project. There
4: you go, there you go. i mm, think
1: not it. picking that.
4: I know you're picking, oh. what are you picking, dad? Dads, so what's it called?
1: I don't know, like I said, I gotta revisit. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I don't know, I don't remember everything.
4: All right, well, yeah. I'll, I'll give you some time to think about it. So, why don't we head out of here and we'll, we'll meet back again in 2022? Wow. Oh, time. That'll, that that's like we're gonna we're gonna be doing this for seven years very soon so yikes all right well i gotta rest i'm so tired so thank you so much for joining me <laughs> and we'll do this again next year so so much for listening to the 301st episode of the jurassic park podcast thank you so much to jen for joining me once again uh, for the final mailbag Uh, i feel like this happens way too quickly and all of a sudden we're at the end of the year finally recording our our last mailbag of the year and it, it was so special because of everybody out there that reached out over the past uh well i guess several months now since we didn't get a chance to do it uh i what was it since september so thank you so much to anybody and everybody who who wrote in uh on our website contact form or uh, via email or of course recorded mp3s or called our voicemail line we really really appreciate it and of course there is still so much to discuss with the dominion prologue all the gaming stuff going on the toys and the camp cretaceous season four so get your thoughts and feelings in and we'll discuss those in fall Uh, when the time comes for the next mailbag. But thank you so much to everybody for listening. Please do one thing, Jurassic community. (laughs) Be kind. Be kind to each and every person out there. Whether you liked Camp Cretaceous Season 4 or not, be kind and just, uh, you know, just take it in stride and and just have a good time. And let's uh, let's not be too mad about, you know, this season if you didn't like it. So, Disliking things, of course, is always acceptable. But uh, let's let's do it with stride here and just have a good time on social media. I know it's been rough out there, so be kind to each and every person that you come into contact with. I'm gonna go ahead and hand this episode off to myself for the outro. Thanks, everybody. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod and myself at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams Toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a 5-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website, Or send emails to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening, and enjoy.
6: what you're doing and leave now.